My next guest, he's live in studio today, has recently starred in the Stars comedy series Survivor's Remorse, <laughs> in which he was nominated for several NAACP Image Awards. He starred in the BET comedy series Let's Stay Together, UPN's Sister Sister, that's when we bonded many, many years ago, ABC's In the Motherhood, and had a recurring role on Fox's The Good Guys. His breakout role was opposite Denzel Washington in the award-winning feature Glory, and he starred opposite Viola Davis and Tyler Perry's Madea Goes to Jail. He's on the show today to talk about his new BET Plus, First Wives Clubs. First Wives Club is a hilarious new nine-episode comedy series that follows a group of women living in New York City who create a sisterhood as a result of their failed marriage trials and tribulations. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations. I know he's got a little brother, good friend, a mentee. He's all of those things. More importantly, this is I told him before the show that I, I was I was reluctant to have him sit next to me because I love him so much. And uh, I was I would try to get him to call in, but he showed up anyway. Please welcome to the show, Ron Rico Lee. Oh, man, I'm in the, <laughs> in the studio, man. You read all them, man, you got me feeling old, man. You took it back to I had to. glory. And, oh, my goodness. Man, God's good, man. I've been I've been in the game. Man. It means you're a working actor. It means you're a small business right. person. That's and, true. This and, is very true. And that's why I've been letting people know who come in, especially from an entertainment, because I didn't really um, understand the value of because of social media, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you guys be entrepreneurs yeah. because you can sell your brand and market your brand and you have the statement. How's the effect of social media had, you know, because you started before social yes, media. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, long mm-hmm. before it. Uh, you know, I was reluctant. I mm-hmm. fought tooth and nail. I remember when I was doing uh, Let's Stay Together. Man, yes. I was like, man, you got to get IG and you got to get Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, man, I ain't doing nothing. I came here, I'm going to act. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home. I'm going to chill with my family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, what ended up happening was people was opening up fake accounts. And yes. I was laughing about it or whatever. And then this one individual started to really interact with people. I think I was at the Neighborhood Awards one right. year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was was responding to, I believe it was Latoya Luckin on right. my behalf. And so somebody like hit me up. I think it was my man Christian Keys was like, hey, man, you really need to do something about this. Because <laughs> whoever this is, this dude is seriously impersonating you. Mm-hmm. And so I opened up my first account, and, uh, you know, it's one of the things, you know, I'm trying to get better at right. because it is a necessary, I don't want to call it evil, but um, it's definitely one of those things that you have to be on top of your game when it comes right. to social media. Because especially today, because sometimes it can determine jobs. Oh, it breaks my heart, to, to, but yes, you know, they're looking at your files, they're looking at your, your feed, and they kind of, they're seeing what type of reach you have. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there's somebody that's got more reach than you. That's that, because, and that, that that's that's so true, and that's so and that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the the, the working skills, right? No, uh-uh. or the chops, no. but because engagement, um, uh, followers mm. mean something. Potential eyeballs. It yeah. has never been proven that is the case yeah. because otherwise, a lot of these people with these amazing following bases mm-hmm. will have platinum albums and one hundred million dollar movies. But mm-hmm. it does say something that people do resonate with your voice, yeah. with your yeah, brand. Yeah. I agree. And so so that's something you're working on as a businessman. You're yes. working on that. Yes, yes, yes. More importantly, I wanted to talk about something I failed miserably in was the balanced life, you know. Uh, and uh and, and you talk you talk about that whenever we talk about having a balanced life. Talk about being able to Deal with being a celebrity, deal, yeah. a working actor, and having a balanced life. Hey, you know, it's tough. I got uh, married. I got two kids. I got a four-year-old, a five-year-old. <laughs> um, you know, part of why I actually, uh, and actually because of you, mm-hmm. I remember when uh, when we first really started working together, you kind of took me under your wing. 
I was amazed at the fact that you had a really nice place in mm -hmm. L.A. Right. Mm -hmm. I loved that you had two cars. You had your airport car, <laughs> and you had this nice truck. And you said, yeah, man, I take the airport car. I just drive out to the airport on Fridays after the show, and then I shoot back home Monday morning. I said, man, you can do that? Mm -hmm. I said, you can live in Houston and work mm -hmm. in L.A.? He said, I never get, he said, Ron Rico, you ain't got to give LA all your money. Yeah. And I, and it always stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. So I said when I could, mm -hmm. it's going to cop me a crib back in the A. I, <laughs> I did that in 2011. <laughs> um, and then what happened was, you know, the BET show I was doing, Let's Stay Together, Is Shy Here. And then right. I literally was blessed to walk right out of that in the Survivor's Remorse, Is Shy Here. Right. And then a few other gigs that I had here. So my family got really used to daddy, mm -hmm. you know, going mm -hmm. to work and coming home. Mm -hmm. And um, and so now I travel a little bit more. It's been it's been an adjustment, but listen, it's been many a days where I've gone to work on a Friday morning, realized I had you know that evening off, and flew home. Right. Literally booked a flight. Right. Went straight from work to the airport. Flew home literally for one day. I'm back you know back at the airport Sunday. So you know you just kind of suck it up. You do what you got to do right. to get back to the family. Right. It's tough, right. but it's it's you know it's what you got to do. So it, 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 I, I try to keep a balance. And been fortunate to do so. And it's real important because of the fact that, what's that shutdown time? Because if you throw 100% to the brand, which yeah. is entertainment, it can be fracturing. Oh, you know, yeah. you know we, we think we're headed down this road and of longevity, and mm -hmm. they can pull the carpet underneath. Quick. So that's why that balance <laughs> is important. Got to. Got now, to. I, was, I was looking at your bio, mm -hmm. and so it was talking about directing. Yes. Okay, and that's, I read that, and I just, my eyes went, okay, I got to talk to him about this. Because oh. it's a, it's, it seems to be a natural for you. Talk to me about it. Um, I don't, you know, if Quiet is kept, I've been wanting to direct. I, the, you mentioned it, man. One of the, the second film I did was Glory uh, with, with Denzel. You know, Ed Zewick directed it, Matthew Broderick, Morgan Freeman, stars, you know, stellar cast. <laughs> right. But I can honestly say I was interested in directing back then. Mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. coming back and mm -hmm. talking to my friends. and said, man, we're going to make a little movie. Mm -hmm. And I had concocted. I said, man, Fisher Price. <laughs> you know, Fisher Price is a rapper. But Fisher Price made this little cheap camcorder. Uh -huh. uh, and basically, I was like, this is what we're going to do, man. I'm going to put you... I think it was my homeboy. I had a homeboy named Joe and homeboy named Leon. I said, Joe, I'm put you in this shopping cart, man, and we're going to do a dolly shot. And we're just going to roll down the sidewalk. Man, I was like 11 or 12 years old. Right, right, so right. it's been in my blood to want to direct, <laughs> man. Every show, minus sister, sister, it mm -hmm. didn't really start to like uh, mm -hmm. BT's Let's Stay Together. I started biting at the bit, man, trying to get them to let me direct. It didn't work out. Begging on uh, Survivors and more. Right, right. You know, we're going to let you do, you know, fifth season, fifth mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. We didn't get a fifth mm -hmm. season. So mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to direct there. But I was fortunate to direct a short film. Um, actually, one of my co-stars, Jesse Usher, uh, and another good brother, Kellen Akeem, they formed a production company, got hold of a really, really nice short film. Mm -hmm. And I literally had told, I said, listen, I, I realized that, you know, you got to put stuff out in the universe, and when that opportunity comes knocking, right. you know. And I had said no to a few other things, but I said to myself, I said, God, if I'm given the opportunity to direct, mm -hmm. I don't care what it is, mm -hmm. I'm saying yes, sight unseen. Right. And I did. When they called me up, I was like, yep. Mm -hmm. I ain't read the script. I was just like, I'm going to do it. And it was a heavy piece. It was a dramatic piece, but it confirmed everything in me. Like right. directing mm -hmm. is, that's what I want to do. Now let's go back to you and let's our relationship. Let's do it. Let's get it. Come on. Um, you know, uh, sister, sister. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, a young, talented guy comes in. Yeah. Um, still young and talented, by the way. Let's <laughs> go put that you, in perspective. Well, that too. resume <laughs> says otherwise. <laughs> but, but I'll take the in. talent for and, it. And, um... We cast you yep. as, as a love interest for one of the twins, Tia and Tamara. Yeah, and um, and it was just a, it was like a really big opportunity, but there were no guarantees. No, it wasn't. and you just was to me was just on a on a, this huge learning curve. I just wanted to soak up so much information. I did, yeah, tell us about that 
through that time frame and leading up to where you're at right now? Well, but I was a fresh out of water, man. I think uh, I had blown an audition probably a month before for Moesha. Yeah, and you I told had, me that. I had, Remember I had, you? I had froze up and got all the way to producer session. For those of y'all that don't know, mm-hmm. producer session is like like the final final audition. And, it, and, and if you're not, if you've never been in one, it mm-hmm. can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. That room, you know, probably had... It can have anywhere from ten to fifteen people, Absolutely. writers, directors, and a lot of times. Sarah they want you to Johnson was write, in there, right in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, it was overwhelming, and and I did. I kind of folded under pressure. Mm-hmm. So when sister sister came around, I remember saying, "Listen, if I get this opportunity again, I'm knocking it out the park." Mm-hmm. And uh, and Rashad, he made it sound real simple, like I came in audition, I got cast. Nah, <laughs> they made your boy jump through the hoops. I probably had four auditions before I got to read with Tia, mm-hmm. and um, and no, I got cast. And uh, I think even the first day, it was it was an adjustment because I, you know, four camera sitcom is a different beast. You know, I had mm-hmm. started off doing movies in Georgia. So all those things, like they, they just, they didn't compare mm-hmm. like what you have to know, the beats, the energy, the timing, all of that was just new to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I did, I hung around a lot. Uh, they brought Dion Richmond in probably later that, from the that Cosby first year show. From the Cosby mm-hmm. show play, but, mm-hmm. and, um, and he was great. Absolutely. He was, you know, he was, you know, we were closer in age mm-hmm. and I learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot mm-hmm. from him, but it took me a minute to find like, what's my funny going to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you helped me with that because mm-hmm. when you're around really that's funny true, people. That's true. You just come out and do the scripts. Right. Right. Listen, <laughs> when you're around funny people and if you watch really like talented people, um, mm-hmm. like Martin, for example, if you watch that show, a lot of Martin's, you know, Martinisms, if you will, uh, it becomes infectious and other people will right. start to kind of inhabit his mm-hmm. his way of being funny. Right. Mm-hmm. And you see it a lot of times. And one of the things I always say to Rashawn in, in the nicest way, he let me know that the, the road that I was going down to kind of find my comedy, it wasn't the right. Like, in other words, I was really just kind of emulating Dion mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. to to kind of mm-hmm. to kind of hit my jokes mm-hmm. and Rashad pulled me to the side one day we was at craft service he sat me down on these stairs <laughs> and I didn't know what he was gonna say I was in my fire and my what, what's going on and he in the most loving like big brother I'm gonna give you some constructive criticism that you it might sting a little bit right now mm-hmm. but brother man on down the road you're really gonna be appreciative and let me tell you it's one of the best piece of advice anyone has ever given me mm-hmm. and you just told me listen here's your position mm-hmm. here's his position mm-hmm. he can't play your position yeah. you can't play his position absolutely. absolutely so you just define your position and play it and you did and you did but brother that was some like key advice in my career at a young age to just make sure i kind of forge my own path and, you and you've been doing it ever since and that's the beauty of it what, what basically i was just telling them just listen yeah just listen, and that's where a lot of actors fail. They come in with these uh, pre-made-up notions yep. of, yeah. I'm going this role, I'm going to do it like this. Mm-hmm. Not listening. And one of his greatest skill set is his ability to comprehend the moment. Yeah. That's one. I saw that right off. I went, yeah. if he would just listen mm-hmm. to the scene, then he would win. Yeah. And that's all I told him. Stop. Yeah. Stop thinking you got to be this yeah. and allow the scene to evolve. Yeah. And he just was just... That's, that's been fantastic ever since. That's, that's why you can share a scene with Dizzy Washington. Because well, you listen. Well, back then, I ain't had to say nothing because I was mute. But, uh, but no, it was, it was man, such a valuable lesson. And that's just one of many that you've uh, that you've imparted on me, man. So yeah. forever we, in debt. Absolutely. We're here with uh, Rodrigo Lee. When this next break, I got to do what they told me I got to do. What you got to do? I got to talk about First Wives Oh, Club. yeah, let's but, do that. And next break, we'll be back with more of Rodrigo Lee. Uh, again, I'm so proud. I'm so, uh, so happy. Uh, 
believe me, man, emotionally, uh, just seeing you sit here. And I remember the times we had in my my big place in L.A. We yeah. used to come by. you come by looking outside. Man. Go, you stay here? I go, yeah, that's man. me, man, man. Come on inside. But let's park at the front. Park 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 at the front. <laughs> like, man, that place. It was outstanding. As this gentleman sitting next to me, we'll be back with more money-making conversations. Oh, this is great. Uh, you're listening to Money Making Conversation. Sitting next to me is Ron Rico Lee. He's here to talk about a hilarious new nine-episode comedy series on BET Plus. It's about a group of women in New York City who create a sisterhood as, as a result of their uh, marriage, trials, and tribulations. Mm-hmm. This is a takeoff of a 1996 movie that starred Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm. Very funny movie, by yeah, the way. Good movie. Uh, 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 Goldie Hawn yeah. and, uh, and, and, and Bette Midler. Yeah, yeah. Bette yeah, cool. Midler. Yeah. And so remakes are hard, man. And then, you, doing, then you're doing African-American yeah, style. Yeah, man, put another spin on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, Tracy Oliver is the EP. Tracy Oliver wrote it. She ran the show. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was cool. I remember when uh, it hit the trades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you read stuff and you don't think no more about it. <laughs> and then uh, they sent me. They say, man, they want you to put yourself on tape. I put myself on tape. And um, and then initially they was like, oh, no, it's just not going to go as well. I was like, where? And, you know, every now and then, especially now that I'm in Atlanta, I have to put myself on tape a lot of times. Right. You know, some tapes you do and you're like, ah. And then some tapes you do and you be like, all right, let me, this, what what they say about this one. Because mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, I felt like I had I had delivered. Right. However, when they conceived the the character, he was a lot different than Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And uh, and so, you know, my performance required them to think outside the box a mm-hmm. little bit. And I was very fortunate that uh, Tracy Oliver and those guys decided, listen, we can make this work. So I got a call from my manager. They said, look, don't shave, don't work out, don't get a haircut. <laughs> and I thought they had wrote another character or something because they was trying to find something for me on the show. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, 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 they want you to play Gary. They just, they, they going to rough you up a little bit. I mean, they talked about putting me in a fat suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about all kind of stuff, but it was great because they really gave the character a bit of a journey, and mm-hmm. that was the first time that's ever happened for me. Mm-hmm. But we had a good man. We shot in New York. Right. I had to get an apartment. Absolutely. Metro car. That's my car. I was that's commuting, bro. That's commuting. my city. I felt there. so, like, there's nothing. Like, it was a dream come true. I was there for about three months, mm-hmm. and uh, you couldn't tell me anything, man. It got to the point where I was, I was going, okay, I'm going to start my day. I'm going to go here. I'm going to have breakfast on, yes. over in Manhattan. Then I'm going to shoot over here, and I'm going to get back to Brooklyn and do this. There you go. Then, but, I mean, just, you know, and. It was amazing that you could get around that city like that and well, never get in the car. Well, you know, the music, amazing thing, New York is my favorite city yeah. as far as uh, power. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just, I remember when I moved up there to do stand-up comedy, and I would come out that subway and realize I was in New York. It's so powerful, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that you can, you know, I would tell people, you can walk from your apartment nude. And by the time you get to the strike light, you're going to get some clothes, yeah. some food. Man. You're going to get everything. Everything you need. Everything you need because it's that type of yeah. city. And, it's, and, and, and guess what? By the way, you could be new and nobody would even think anything. They ain't going to say nothing. They ain't going to say nothing. Especially if it's a certain time of the day. They're oh really not going to say anything. But that's New York City. It is. So going up there for three months, getting to realize that this is the Big Apple. Yeah. Up there. So meeting the cast. Let's talk about that. Okay. And, uh, uh, you have uh, my, my girl, uh, uh Oh, Jill Scott. Jill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have... Uh, Ryan Michelle Bette, who's married to my man Sterling K. Brown. You had uh, Michelle oh, Buteau. Right, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I man. love that dude, man. Oh, man. He, and listen, when I say this, it's cool, however cool you think he is... I forgot that. Raise that to like the 10th power. Like man. this cat, all the accolades, uh, he's made history. But when I tell you one of the coolest, most humble... Man, that brother right there. I got to meet him, man. Oh, because everything won't. I see him in, and he's he's in that special role. Yeah. He's in a, he's in a run. Yes. He's in a, a next level yes, run. Yes, he is. And stuff like that. So 
So that's her husband. That's okay. her husband. That's mm-hmm. her husband. And mm-hmm. I, we had met at the Image Awards about a year and a half before. So and then even then he was cool, man. You know. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, uh, the one thing about doing self tapes and things of that nature, and they don't require they didn't require a chemistry read. So I literally flew out to New York, very nervous. Because <laughs> listen, this I tell people it was first wives club, and the husbands were optional. Like you know what I mean? They could be interchanged. They could be cut. <laughs> Do we really need them? No, we can, you know. So I, I literally, when I packed my bags, I didn't even want to tell my wife what I was doing. I literally went to be like, man, I'm going to run out to New York real quick for this little audition. Right, right, right. But it was ultimately a table read, and mm-hmm. uh, and I knew how important it was, you know, because okay. at the end of the day, Michelle and I had to have some believable chemistry. Right. So I was really stressed going right. into that table read because right. we hadn't, I'd never met her before. What's your, what's your, what was your character? What was the what was the character? So Gary is, a, uh, Gary's an interesting dude. I mean, he's uh, he's kind of a nerdy guy. Yeah, I saw the, yeah, I saw you man. buttoned he, up. Yeah, buttoned and up and the glasses. They, kind of stiff yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's Gary. Gary, mm-hmm. when we meet Gary, Gary is in the middle of just being a straight nerd. But, right. The flip side was that he stepped outside his marriage. Yes, he did. And he got caught up. <laughs> and uh, and when we when we discover him, he's really fighting to get his family back. So mm-hmm. he's in a he's like in one of them, please, baby, baby, please phases. Mode. Yeah. And, and, and nerdy mode. Nerdy, nerdy on top of that. <laughs> and she like, you know what? So she go out and in the I think it's the pilot episode, she meet her somebody and stuff. Right. She go out and get her a little revenge night in and Fries at the bar. Yeah, at the bar. <laughs> so you know, it's um, yeah, I know my wife watching. She said, Okay, I didn't know you was you you played the dog in this. And mm-hmm. I say, Yeah, you know, this is a, you know, it's a different role for me. So you well, know, well, it's interesting that she says that because uh, you know, because the character doesn't look like it will go there. No, and that's what that's actually what I liked about it. Because mm-hmm. he definitely and I think that's what caught uh, uh, the uh, Brie, who uh, is played by Michelle Buteau, I think it caught her off guard. Right, it's right, like, right. You, I, you, you know you, me? Safe zone. It's, you safe yeah, zone guy. Yeah, yeah. Who and would that, want him but me? Exactly. But uh, no, he he he. You know, he fell short and has to uh, has to make <laughs> make amends. But uh, yeah, it's it's cool, man. They, they, the character really goes on a journey, and right. you kind of see over nine episodes just right. in the course of them trying to repair their marriage. Um, we see him kind of clean up a little bit. Right. He starts to date again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, starts getting kind of a light little trim, and you know, so over time they start letting me get a little haircut. I little, saw that. Little I light, that. little light line, none too crisp. Right. And uh, so by the time we get to like that ninth episode, you know, he's he's you on fire. He's kind of, well, I ain't, you know, he <laughs> listen. You saw the, the nerdy look, so he had a long. Way. I don't know if I'm on fire. But he's, you know, there's there's some smoke. <laughs> right. There's right, a little right. smoke, we'll just say. Right, that. because because I was talking about it because in the beginning, it's a lot of hair on your face. Right? It is. They wouldn't let me. Oh, I couldn't stand it, man. And I've never been one to have this, like, you know, crazy. So I remember my mustache was long, man. I'm getting food. Every time I talk to somebody, I feel like I had stuff in my you know, Right, I'm right. Constantly doing right, this. Because right. and... I, was, I was looking at all the, all the clips. I was going like, oh. is that hair? Yeah. Or is that like a yeah, beard? Yeah, man. It was, <laughs> I couldn't stand it, man. My kids was looking at me like, daddy, go on, cut that. Because I was pretty much flying home every weekend. Right, right. But uh, no, when they first let me get that first little light trim, I was right. like, oh, right. thank you. Right, I needed right, this. right. right. But no, right. it was cool, man. It was nice to do something where I really had to do much hair and makeup. You know, right. I just kind of get to work, put my clothes on, they throw a little powder yeah, on my face. Yeah, because the early, early, early hey, look wasn't very stylish. Early, early Gary was easy breezy, man. <laughs> the makeup artists and hairstylists love me. Now, let's talk about uh, the other characters on the show. Yeah, yeah, Jill yeah. Scott's character. Jill Scott, yeah. But all all the women in the show have issues with their men. They do. They do. Okay. They do. That's the, that's the, the basis yes. of the show. Is, yeah. it empo- is it an empowering show for women? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And I love what other thing it does, too. It shows how important sisterhood is for women to have each other's backs and listen and communicate. Mm-hmm. And their relationships together aren't perfect. So right. we kind of see over the course of nine episodes 
that they have to deal with some things. Because in the beginning, there's been some distance between them. And then based on Jill Scott's character, and she kind of gets embroiled in a bit of a... Uh, one of those high, what, what will you call them, TMZ moments. Right, uh, right They right. all kind of come to her aid. Right. And mm-hmm. then at which point we discover that they're all kind of in the midst of their own struggles. So it's really it's really dope. Like it looks at three different relationships all in the midst of a bit of a storm. But I, I like it because they, it was modernized. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah, 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 it, yeah. it was yes, modernized. Yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, the fact that you could have done that script like that, but yeah. like when you add the TMZ elements, the musical elements, sure, sure. and things like that, the lifestyle elements mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you guys looked to me and felt authentic. Yeah. Now, interesting thing about this is that it's on BET Plus. Yes. The streaming network. Yes. Now, that's a, is that, that, that's kind of, a, you know, you've been on the cable, yeah. you've been on traditional yeah. terrestrial TV. Yeah. Now you're in that streaming world, which means that a person can watch all episodes at one time. Binge it. Yes. How's that? What's the take on that? Well, it's new. And the thing about it was when we when the show was conceived, it really wasn't, uh, you know, it was kind of conceived at a, at a sister network, Paramount Network. So when Absolutely. we all signed on, we was right. on Paramount Network. And then as we started to shoot and BET was kind of finalizing their deal to, to kind of launch BET Plus, they needed original content. Right. So they actually, uh, you know, opted to kind of bring it over to BET Plus. So it was all very new to us as they were kind of lining out the details of BET Plus. We were learning on the fly. But I can honestly say I, I got the app uh, probably right when it right on the 19th. And it's a great app. And I, and I can honestly say uh, after going through it and checking out some of the stuff, it's uh, it, it's it's really a lot of content. There'll be more content to come. They got bigger. Uh, uh, Tyler Perry's got a show that he's doing, not on BT Plus, but it, I'm sure it'll be offered on there at some point. It'll Absolutely, come on but you know they got the they got the Housewives. They got Housewives. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of there. lot of content. A lot of content because I because I downloaded. Yeah, it. I okay. you know you know I'm on. You yeah, know, you go support. I know. I'm, I know. And, and because of the fact that that's the brand. Yeah. And it's that's unique. BT. Yeah, yeah. If they can't stream, yeah. nobody can stream from an right. African American perspective. Right. Right. And it's also be a place where you can actually get the the home of the African American mm-hmm. voice. Yes. And that's this is a signature show. Yeah. With original content that's being launched yes. on BET Plus, which is letting them know that we're not just bringing you mm-hmm. old reruns of old African American sitcoms nope. from the seventies yeah. and the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, that's really really wonderful. But it's still for your brand. That's a that's a new look. It is. It's different. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about that social media game plays heavily. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Is you know we live in a digital Everybody, world. What's your handles? Let's uh, the word double R Lee cross the board IG Facebook Twitter all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. hit me up. Um, and I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. But I did. We did a lot of press in the last couple of weeks, uh-huh. and so I got some posts for that. And, okay. And I'm and I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue to post. I know I got to get better. Well, well you will get better. <laughs> the thing about it is that. I'm going to tell you something, man. Some people, that's what they do. Yeah. And you one of those artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the standpoint of that, you, you're just so worried about, which, well, I know eventually you're going to be behind yes. the scenes. You're going to be directing. Come you're going to be writing and all that because I, I met that guy yeah. on Sister Sister. Yeah. You know, God is just giving you this path to be in front of the camera because you're a good-looking guy. You understand your thank craft. You, you, but, brother, I remember in 92 when Steve Harvey asked me to, come on his show as a writer as uh-huh. a sitcom. He said, man, but you're so talented as a stand-up. I said, but I want to write. Yeah. I want to produce. Because that that that's the path. Yeah, you know, man. God can give you an option to be successful in something. That doesn't mean that's your ultimate goal. Come that's on. your path that you emotionally sure. are, are driven to go there. Yeah. So I know any opportunities that I see mm-hmm. that says, hey, man, come and direct or come and assistant direct and you're available, yeah. I'm going to call you. Because I, I read it now. Yeah, yeah. I read it Let now. me know, man. Let me know. And I like you said, mm-hmm. even assistant directing, shadowing. Yes. I, man, listen, I'm just trying to soak up knowledge. I shadowed 
a couple years back, man, I, and that's the thing. I continuously put it out there. It's like um, I'm like a fish. I'm a fisherman. I love to fish. Hey, right. I tell you, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't care where I go on set. I like to let people know that I fish because that's how you meet other fishermen. Absolutely. So Absolutely. by that by that rationale, <laughs> I like to let people know, man. I want you writing, directing, all of that. So you, that's how you meet people that say, "Oh, well, you trying yeah. to? Mm-hmm. Well, come on over. Let me Ever. talk to you, mm-hmm. Sally Richardson. Uh, 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 Sally, girl. Uh, man, yeah, she Sally came, mm-hmm. came and directed the episode. I'm all in her ear because she, here's an actress, dude. She's on. Fire. Listen, I saw Dondre last week. I said, "Where, where's Sally now? Dude, like, where's she, she at this week?" From sci-fi, sitcom, drama. And the thing about it was, uh, um, Survivor's Remorse was maybe I would just venture to say her third or fourth episode mm-hmm, directing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so she was still kind of getting her feet wet. However, a pro, like a pro. Yes. And um, and then from that, man, we started following each other on IG. And before I knew it, every time I turn around, she's prepping. She's you know, she's getting shot lists together. She's yes, on she set. She's yes, doing she this. She's yes, doing she that. And I yes. mean, just to watch her do her thing. That's you, my brother. Man, listen. We're talking to Ron Rico Lee. Check out his new <laughs> series, <laughs> my man, on BET Plus, First Wives Club. Ron Rico, thank you for brother. coming into my world Come again. Come on, man. Supporting me on Money Making Conversations. Too. I love you, brother. Man, I, I, love I say you that. Too, I really say that because, wow, this is a hard interview for me to do personally because it's like watching a family member Dude. that, um, that, that I so cared about. Yeah, man. And, and then had to walk away and let you do your thing yeah. and to come in the office, come in this space and say, hey, man, I love you. And you say, I, you I love, love you back too, to me. It's, it's a winning. pleasure being here. I, anytime, man. You okay. just, you ain't got to do nothing. Just call me, man. Okay, cool. Done deal. <laughs> Money making conversation, y'all.